Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling, as well as the value of homeschooling. And because as homeschooling parents, we spend a lot more time with our children than the average parent who works outside of the home, we will be discussing some parenting matters as well. Today, we will be talking to another homeschooler, and this time it's not a parent. This time, I want you to hear not from my children only, but from other children that I know very well who have been on this homeschooling journey. I have with me today, um, Emily's very, very good and dear friend. Uh, her name is Anya Mitchell, and I will introduce her now so that she can tell you a lot more about herself. She has been homeschooling for a bit. We were part of the same group. I think when I met Anya, she would have been all of maybe four years old. I can't believe so much time has passed already. But Without further ado, here's Anya. So, Anya, how are I'm you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, great. Well, give us a little bit more information about yourself. Tell us about your full name, age. Tell us about okay. you. So, <laughs> my name is Anya Mitchell. I am 15 years old, and I live with my parents, Lyndon and Anne Mitchell, and I have um, one sibling. His name is Josiah. I just love uh, singing, reading. I'm quite an extrovert, so I love talking, and writing is one of my passions. Okay, great. You know, Annie, that's so funny that you would say that. And, you know, you are precious to Amy. Amy is precious to you. And as a family, during this time of quarantine, lockdown, so to speak, we have been doing some things to help the family move forward to rediscover each other because all of us are forced to be at home now. I mean, and we are a tight-knit, close-knit family. Um, we are a large number, of course. Everybody knows that by now who has been listening to the podcast. But um, we have not been given this much opportunity for such an extended time to be alone with each other with no pressing agendas. And one of the things we did just recently, in fact, we started it about two days ago, and we're going to be doing it t this evening. We're going to be spending that time. Just, you know, everybody did the little test. It's the Myers-Briggs personality test. And we did Amy after lunch, meaning we took her results and we put it up on the television and, uh, you know, on the screen. And we discovered that she's very introverted. So for you to say that you're su such an extrovert, it's so funny because, as they say, opposites attract, I guess, because her, um, she was very much introverted, more than I thought she was. So that's really, really very funny. And yes, I know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I know that about you. You're quite a conversationalist. Yes, I am. And yes, when I did the Myers-Briggs test myself, I was like, it was no surprise that I was about... I don't know, like it was like 90% extroverts. And <laughs> I was like, like oh, 85% introverts. <laughs> so that is amazing. And yes, you'll get along so yes. fabulously. That is really amazing. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you've wow. been homeschooling how long, Anya? I've been homeschooled since I was about preschool age and now okay. I'm in high school. So I've been homeschooled right, all my right. life. So Anya, how has this homeschooling journey been for you? I have really enjoyed my homeschool experience because it has given me an opportunity to learn more about myself and to um, the school that I choose, like the subjects and the curriculum I choose are tailored to me. And I enjoy that so much because like my curriculum, I love reading. So my curriculum is filled of book with books and that has really enriched my experience. Um, so mm -hmm. I get to concentrate on the things that I love. 
Um, so I think I have really, really enjoyed my homeschool experience. Okay. Do you have any regrets whatsoever about this experience? You know, oftentimes people think that because we, I'm asking you basically the same questions I asked my children the last couple of times I interviewed. I interviewed the boys first, Matthew and Andrew, and then I interviewed the girls, Emily and Brianna. Um, so I'm asking you basically the same questions I asked them because those are the same questions that people kind of often wonder, you know, what about this and what about that? What are the, what are the children's take on these particular thing and so they would have heard from my children so they understand my children's perspective and they might think well that's your children you are the one with the podcast you could coach your children and tell them what to say yeah. or you could hide things from us but Anya is the Anya is not related to me she may call me Auntie Nikki but she's not related to me um, but she is a homeschooler that I've known for some time and if I had the opportunity I would, I would interview many more you know and maybe I would you know as time goes on just to give people a perspective of what it's like for children apart from my own you know but one of the things people are often kind of wary of is the whole social you know, that's always the question we as parents are asked. What about socialization? You know, as if you all are, as if we packed up and moved <laughs> to the moon <laughs> and we are no longer, we are cordoned off from life and we no longer give you all opportunities. Yes. So could, do you care to dispel or endorse that thought? Do you think that you have been shortchanged of socialization opportunities or do you want to dispel that as, you know, as irrelevant and erroneous? Oh, I definitely think I'm quite socialized. I, I, I often get that question too. I, people ask me, oh, do you ever, do you have friends? How do you make friends? But that has, that's not a problem for me. And many of my friends that I know who are homeschooled because, I feel like just the same way that those who go to public school make friends the same way we make friends. So it is really not a struggle to have. I do think mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. maybe sometimes parents or some homeschool families may not give their children um, many opportunities to go out. But I think that's not, that is not um, a usual thing because I feel like having a homeschool group which many homeschoolers are part of, give such a great and rich opportunity for homeschoolers to socialize. And that is how I have been able to gain so many of my friends through homeschool group and youth group. And I don't think I have a problem with socializing at all. I can tell them for a fact you don't have a problem with socialization at all. I mean, just listening to you speak, your bubbly personality is already coming out, Anya. So I don't think anybody will have any concerns about that. I mean, the, the first time I interviewed my children, the first two boys, it was late at night. We were supposed to have had another episode for the next day and then something fell through. So we weren't able to record that. So I had to like, guys, I need an episode for tomorrow. And so I went to them, Matthew, after a long day at work and Andrew had a long day at school. And late into the night, we were there, you know, we were there recording this podcast episode so I said I had to do like a um a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast and said oh my gosh if they sounded very tired please that's not how they yeah. normally are they were just really tired and then with the girls the girls was the same situation another episode kind of fell through and we were like okay girls I need to record you guys and again it was late at night we were in their room trying to get an episode so Anya is really a wonderful <laughs> representation of what we normally would sound like <laughs> that bubbly effervescent personality of hers all right and well it's true Amy is very introverted I'm learning that even more now because I be like so concerned she's like no but mommy I'm yeah. fine and I'm realizing okay so this even though we knew each other as a family this um opportunity you know has really opened our eyes to some other little things that we may have you know missed 
along along the road and that 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 path to self-discovery that you discovered because as you said you've been able to learn so much more about yourself through your journey of homeschooling and that's absolutely fantastic yeah. all right so what would you say Anya is your greatest accomplishment as a homeschooler um, I think my greatest accomplishment well something that I'm very happy to be a part of would be my wisdom homeschooling school that I'm a part of it is an online school mm -hmm. based in Alberta Canada and it provides courses to assist homeschooling families in various subject areas and I've been able to take about 10 courses from the age of nine till now so uh, the classes so the classes okay. that I've taken uh, in areas of literature, language, critical thinking, and philosophy. I really do enjoy my philosophy club. Um, so through this wisdom homeschooling, I've just been able to enjoy and um, learn from writers such as Plato, Socrates, C.S. Lewis, and many others like them. And it has helped me think more critically and to be able to understand difficult pieces of literature. Because, of course, at first, it's not so easy to understand Tolkien. But as uh, you read more, as I was able to read more, I learned and some of the ideas that I have come from these writings. And I think one of the mm -hmm. best parts of my experience uh, during these online classes would be being able to learn how to express my ideas and my opinions and give and receive feedback, which I think is very important because sometimes we, we feel attacked when somebody gives us feedback um, and we think it has something to do with right. ourselves. But once we understand that it just has to do with something we have to improve or that's okay if somebody disagrees with us. Um, I learned that from this class mm -hmm. because speaking with others who may not always think the same, who have different backgrounds. It helps you to have an idea of the world that isn't only in your little nutshell, like this is all I know, but you are able to agree yeah. and disagree, but in a, in a healthy way. Yeah, yeah. So your accomplishment basically would be that you would say that you have learned how to agree to disagree, how to uh, um, appreciate and to appreciate others and their opinions, so to speak, on different matters, how to think more critically, yeah, how to um, decipher, I guess, more um, difficult bits and yes. pieces of literature. Yes. Okay, great, great. Any challenges? What's your greatest challenge with I homeschooling? I think something that I've challenged, I've been challenged with for a very long time would be um, me feeling unsure of my progress or like where I'm at in the um, in my schedule or where I'm at in the curriculum or just question my intelligence just because I'm learning by myself so I don't have anyone to compare my progress to so that but that's the nature of homeschooling right, right. and you are uh, standard so you kind of have to push yourself for yourself and just do the best you can do instead of looking and seeing it, whether you're the head of the class or what place you come in test. Right. And I was just actually telling a parent this, um, you know, comparison is the theft of joy. And one of the things that as homeschoolers, sometimes your only competition mm -hmm. is yourself. 
and you may have to just challenge yourself that much more and said okay, and say okay i don't have anybody else to compare myself to so okay if i did this well in this particular paper let me challenge myself to do better in the next particular paper or next particular project yes. whatever it may be yeah but i do hear you with that is concerned sometimes having mm-hmm. healthy competition may be a good thing but we can even compete with ourselves and just challenge yes. ourselves to do better so to speak right rather than trying to compare to somebody else and somebody else's homeschooling journey which doesn't look like yours and you talked about wisdom homeschooling and that is a homeschooling um curriculum that barbara manswell mm-hmm. auntie barbara for you who i had interviewed already on the podcast had told me about many years ago because as a canadian living in trinidad it was the curriculum that she was using and i did look into it i actually have some of their literature here and i i think i would like to get emily involved maybe in some of those classes because i do she does love to read as well and i think it will probably do her good to be able to interact with people from different um areas of the world different parts of the world whether it be canada mm-hmm. the us or wherever um because people could log on to that 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 curriculum from anywhere yes. i mean we are you're in trinidad right barbara was in trinidad when they were using it so i'm thinking it'll be people from all over the world all walks of life and just give her that much exposure in light of all that's been happening the chances of us being able to travel we don't know when that will be our big plan for our vacation our summer vacation july august vacation this year all of us were going to go up to the us and do a cross an interstate trip we're going to just drive from state to state and visit some of the you know well known landmarks we've read about and stuff but that's not going to happen um in light of all that's going on so i want to still afford her the opportunity um, to do it, and I may be able, may be able to get Brianna in on it as well. So I'm going to definitely be looking into that because Barbara, Barbara had told me about it, and your mom had also mentioned that you were doing it a while back. But you know, I didn't get a chance to look into it, or I because my hand and my plate was so full, I didn't bother. But definitely, I feel provoked <laughs> to good works right now. Okay, so would you say? I mean, you've never had the experience of being out to school. You've been homeschooled all your life, from preschool age, three years old, four years old, mm-hmm. all the way through until fifteen. Um, but still, I would ask the question: Do you miss? school what you have envisioned school to be like what your friends who are not homeschooled tell you about school do you miss it do you think that you're missing out uh, as definitely a not i think maybe when i was a little younger i was i was i didn't miss it um but i i was curious you're curious I was like i wonder <laughs> what this would be but yeah. i was always content with my homeschooling experience because I enjoyed it so much school didn't seem like school and school still is something very enjoyable um and from what I from what I know from all my friends who are homeschooled are not homeschooled uh that I speak to and I tell them that I'm homeschooled they I think they're quite envious they're more like oh my gosh I wish I could do that that's the yeah. thing. I mean I don't mean to cut you here Anya but that's the thing. All of my children's mo- I have to say 95% if not more I'm mm-hmm. trying to be very very conservative of my children's friends who are not homeschooled and there are many of them because our homeschool circle is still pretty small it's still a novel thing while in the in the, in the midst of this pandemic you have more people with ho- at home with their children and schooling them doing school but the original homeschoolers I'm talking pre covid 
um, um, the, the pandemic, though they were still a, a small, smaller number. And so the majority of my mm-hmm. children's friends were not homeschooled. And when they would meet children, when they would meet them, you know, and they asked them, so what school do you go to? And they said, well, no, we're homeschooled. They're like, oh my, they're always in that same situation. Oh man, I wish I was homeschooled. Of course, some of them had a very <laughs> erroneous idea as to what they thought homeschooling was. They thought people were just lounging around, watching YouTube videos or whatever. But once they got to know the truth about homeschooling and what it does entail, that still didn't change their um, initial desire to be homeschooled and that is so relevant that you said that because it is the truth i have had that experience many many times with children friends of my my own children and just children that i would meet when i would have my workshops my gifted hands workshops and so forth they would all say the same thing man yes. i wish i was homeschooled yeah even though they, some of them having a fantastic and fulfilling um academic school life and some of them not so much but no matter what side of the spectrum what end of the spectrum they're in i think children just love they crave that quality time with their families and because of life being as busy as we knew it to be um they were shortchanged of that and so if this was a mean means by which they could have been they could have gotten that opportunity again i saw them you know rallying behind it so i'm really happy to hear you say that because it is the truth i've had the same experience so go ahead so your yes, friends would say wish they, they would. wish they would and but <laughs> even beyond just what my friends would say I also realized like i realized what school was for what school was um i realized that I would, I love having my mom teaching me. I love learning on my own. I, I couldn't imagine being in a group of other children trying to learn one thing and some understand and we have to go all over again. Or I don't understand I'm not given the same amount of um, attention as I am now. I just love this one-on-one um, yeah. attention because I'm able to go as fast as I need to go or as slow and I don't have to be in fear of what my teacher will think, whether I need a lessons teacher, what are my fellow students, um, classmates thinking. I can just go at my own pace. So I don't think I um, uh, miss not being out in public school. I know time for those things and when it is time I will be ready to go out but for now I'm doing very well yes and I think everybody who's listening can definitely agree so do you have any advice um Anya as we look to wrap this episode up for parents or children who are considering homeschooling I'm not just talking to the ones who may hear this episode whenever I do publish it um, who are forced to school at home because we know now that the schools will not reopen for the third term until after the July, August or summer vacation. School will not reopen locally until September. Um, I am sure I will Mm -hmm. air this episode sometime in May Um, but do you have any, any, any advice for these parents and or for the children who are seriously contemplating homeschooling. Because I know for a fact some parents have reached out to me that are not homeschoolers, but looking for advice. I mean, I have another interview tomorrow. It will be my fifth interview in three weeks because radio stations and and television stations are all reaching out to me um, to give advice, you know. And I think, I mean, I'm not the only homeschooler on the island. And yes, I may be a founding Mm -hmm. member of HAT, but so is your mom and dad, you know. So is Auntie Bernadette and so is Auntie Barbara. But I think the, 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 what 
intrigues people, I think, the most mm-hmm. where I'm concerned is the fact that I have eight children. So I have become the go-to person now because of the dynamism of my family. But what advice would you give to children and or parents who are seriously considering homeschooling? Um, okay, so my advice to anyone who's considering homeschooling would be, ask, would be to ask yourself a couple questions. So you would figure out for yourself. So uh, my first question is, what are some of your child's interests and giftings? So as I said earlier, I was interested in reading. So my second question is, and how can I help them as a develop these giftings? So what my mom did was choose things that would help me enjoy school because it was full of reading. So um, whether your child's interested in music, in art, uh, how will you help them blossom in their interests and get through homeschooling? And the third question would be, um, what am I hoping to achieve through this homeschooling process? So I think we all should have goals. So what is your goal for this month, for this uh, week, for this year? And what is your goal at the end? Do you want, uh, do you want your child to have a strong moral system? Would you want the child to be well socialized? What are the goals that you're trying to achieve? What are the, which is kind of walking hand in hand with the first thing. What is your child's interest and giftings? So what do you want to see them look like at the end of this experience? And then finally, uh, do you have a support system in place? My homeschooling group was so important to me. I really don't know uh, what my homeschooling experience would be if I didn't go to a homeschool group. So a support system is important for both the parent and the child. So having a support system is necessary. So the question is, do I have a support system in place? So that's kind. Of, so those questions are important to ask before we jump into homeschooling. Right. Those are very, very wise and pertinent questions that everyone should ask, whether they are really seriously considering homeschooling. Um, And even for those who may be schooling at home at this particular time, that, you know, yes, what at the end of the day, what is the goal? And I was telling another parent, um, and I've been saying this in all the interviews that I've been asked to do, you know, I wish that parents would stop, you know, trying to really push all the work down the children's throat at this time because we really were not in an education crisis. The crisis was one of a particular virus that has swept the world. And this need to have the children catch up and be on top of academics and stuff is so Mm -hmm. not important. It's unimportant at this time. Children are very, very resilient. We don't give them enough credit. Um, And they too are processing things. They're looking on, they're hearing, they're seeing, they may be feeding off of you and your emotions. And so we need to be very cautious, you know, because the children themselves may be dealing with their own anxieties and their own fears, but we are here pushing them, trying to get them to do school at a time when, you know, people have lost jobs and parents themselves are under immense pressure. So I think taking it one day at a time and having some realistic goals for yourself, whether it be okay, well, this week I'm speaking now to the parents who are schooling at home. This week, in spite of what the school may have sent, 
if you have a school that's not sending information or not sending work to you because you don't have access to computers or whatever it may be, um, you're just not in that position. Because I know some private schools, if you don't pay the fees, they're not sending the, 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 the material. And I'm like, that is just, anyway, let me not say anything about that. So some schools wouldn't send the work home. So some parents don't have access to any curriculum really with their children, but they could take this time to hone in on their children's skills. They can take this time to help their kids to realize their true potential, whatever giftings they may be naturally inclined in, and do that because these things had been sacrificed all along on the altar of academics, in the busyness of life, in the haste to get from one class to the next, or from job to job to home to classes to extracurricular and so forth to lessons these things have been sacrificed they've been laid at the the wayside and they're multiple intelligences and so you are a crafter and you're 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 you're, you speak you're into the arts and so forth you're into music right um some of those children don't have those opportunities they didn't have them because everything was about math language arts um, creative writing science and social studies perhaps you know in preparation for exams but now they have an opportunity to really stop, like I said in one of my blog posts recently, just to stop and smell the roses and get back to the basics, you know. Um, I shared something recently, just a moment ago on my Facebook page regarding um, just my testimony. Because even as a homeschooling mom, and this month, just the beginning of this week, on Monday, the 20th of April, I celebrated 11 years as a homeschooling parent. And wow. Yeah, and... You know, I was thinking back since last year, November, as I was starting to prepare my mind for 2020 um, and, and putting things in place, I felt in my spirit a nudge to get back to the basics. And Anya, you know me, you know my family, you've been here, you've spent nights here, you know, we pray, we read the word together, we have our devotions and so forth. Yet I felt the Lord telling me to get back to basics. And mm-hmm. what he was talking, what he meant to, at that time was that I had... I mean, we still opened in prayer. I would still do read a, a Bible story with the children, um, with the little ones at least. That was consistent with the little ones. But the time for us all to get together and do a little devotional or to spend some time just in praise and worship and, and prayer before we started school in a real meaningful way, not a, just, not a quick prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for helping us to wake up this morning and for covering us. Not a simple basic, but a real intimate prayer. Um, I had allowed that to slide. I would do it in my personal life, but it was important the children saw me modeling this all the time and involving them. And yeah. I realized that I had to get back to that. And I put it off for a while. You know, of course, December came, busy with Christmas and everything that went along with that. And the Lord was just gently nudging me. Um, January came and we did when we restarted um, school, I did not start where he where he wanted us to start. And I knew he was telling us to go back to our original curriculum, which was very literature-based, yes, but also very Bible-centered. And I had in my schoolroom, in the classroom that you know, we had just mm-hmm. installed a whole wall of bookcases and all the books were just kind of put in the bookcases, but in no order. And I felt that I should get that in order so that I'll be able to start. And I just kept putting it off. I'm not a procrastinator normally, but I just kept putting it off and things were just happening, just one thing after the next. And, you know, the the long and short of the story is the minute I was able to do that, I I was reminded of something as well that I often tell parents. And I was reminded of it before this whole pandemic. What I would often say is that if there was a a natural disaster or some catastrophe, academics would not matter that time. Mm -hmm. You know, 
going back to the basics and building that relationship with the Lord will be all that matters. And at the end of the day, our academic prowess and our financial success and business success will matter not when we stand before Holy God. And I had to be reminded of that by myself, <laughs> that that is one <laughs> of the goals and one of the visions of our homeschooling. God is first, you know, and everything else is after. And because we had put him first, we were able to educate our children and choose curricula that lined up with, just like your parents did, with their passions and their giftings and their talents. So I really want to thank you for sharing that. And I hope that in my sharing of this little part here as well, that parents would, you know, just really, really take the opportunity. You'll get the book work done. The children will, will, will thrive. But make sure you're meeting their needs. Make sure you're really giving them the opportunity to shine. They say the graveyard is one of the richest places on earth because there are so many people buried there with treasures that have never been unearthed. Wow. They, went, they were born with these gifts and treasures and jewels inside of them. But, night, but life never allowed them. Or they may have never been given the opportunity for them to come to the forefront. You know, it's like I saw a meme and it basically was a little cartoon, an infographic. And what it said was that, you know, the way how we test our children in the school system is like giving a whole bunch of different animals, different species, whether it be um, fish or mammal or bird or reptile or amphibian or whatever. And you tell all of them, for you to be considered successful, you have to climb a tree. Not every mammal could climb a tree. Not every, a fish definitely cannot climb a tree and so on. And so we judge our children based on that when there's so much more to them. So mm -hmm. I want to thank you so much for spending that time with us, Anya. What do you want to do? Before I go, what do you want to do when you grow up? What are your plans for the future, God willing? Okay. I have so many passions and I want to do many things in my life. However, two things that I would like to do would be becoming an inspirational slash public speaker and a fiction author. So I want to oh. use my voice to help others. So I want to do inspirational talks, but also talks on current issues. And for my writing, I want to explore what I can do with fiction and create books that I myself would enjoy. Okay, great. That's awesome. And you know what, Anya, I think the sky is the limit for you. There's no stopping you. You have, you and God are the majority as it is right now. So I do wish you every good success. I know that whatever he has in store for you, he will bring it to fruition because you are a hard worker um, and you're very diligent. And I'm so proud of you. Thanks so much, honey, for spending this time with me this Thank afternoon. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Blessings Please give, to you, you. give my regards to your mom and dad, please, and to Josiah. I and will. we will chat at some point in time again. All yes, right, take yes. good care, honey. Bye-bye.